0: What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the Pussy Fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more sensual excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Getting Intimate. I'm so fucking happy you're here because today we're talking about strap on play. So pull up a chair, get your ear pods in, get your strap on because today we're going to explore all things strap on play. I'm going to give you all the deets about how to wear it, what you can use it with, who you can use it with what you're gonna be looking for if you want to buy a strap-on, and all the little nitty gritty stuff that goes along with it. But first, I wanna talk about a little disclaimer. So if you are exploring strap-on play for the first time, if you're exploring your anus for the first time, if you are exploring your prostate for the first time, like if you're really at the beginning of your journey with anal exploration and prostate exploration, I would highly recommend you not to start with a strap-on. Just because it can take a little while for the anal muscles and the tissue to actually stretch and work its way up to be able to fit a strap on in there. So for you, I highly recommend going to start with the anal episode. I think it's called, so you're ready to try anal. And if you have a prostate as well the prostate episode that I had put out previously to this episode and for everyone else, if you're maybe a little bit experienced already with anal exploration and you're ready to take it, you're ready to like take it to the next step and you're ready to level up. This episode is for you because strap on play can be so exciting. There's so many freaking options. And what I love about strap on play is that it's for everyone. You heard me. It's for fucking everyone. Whether you have a penis, whether you have a pussy, whether you have something in between or nothing at all, I don't know, strap-on play is for you. So this is where it gets really exciting because there's so many freaking options that you can use a strap-on with and it doesn't really matter what relationship you're in or even if you are solo, you can use a strap-on. So let's get into all the details here. So I want you to think about this for a second. What would it feel like for you if you asked your partner to explore strap-on play, or if you wanted to use a strap-on on on your partner, or if they wanted to use one on you? What comes up for you? What comes up in your body? How does that feel like? Is there thoughts and ideas that you already have about strap-on play? Maybe thoughts and ideas around what it means to wear a strap-on, gender roles? Like There can be so many things associated with The strap-on just on its own. And so maybe I'll give you a little bit of an example of how I felt when I first tried a strap-on. So this was probably like in my late teens maybe, and I was exclusively dating women at that time, and I tried a strap-on for the first time. And for me particularly, in that experience, I had a lot of ideas of what the strap-on all of a sudden meant like in terms of identities and my sexuality and gender roles and all of these ideas that I had formed around what it now meant for me to use the strap-on in the bedroom and I kind of got super territorial about my strap-on because it was like my strap-on and it was like (laughs) it was really interesting to observe and now like to look back on because I had to actually work through shedding all of these ideas and like messaging in society that I picked up along the way or in media or through other friends or through like weird representations of what it meant to use a strap on and with who and what and like in my in the relationship dynamics. So maybe think about like your ideas around what it means to have a strap on and how it would feel to use it on your partner or your partner use it on you or vice versa, right? So those are some some really cool things to always think about when you're trying new things. It's like, what do I have on it? Like, what are my ideas? What are what are my thoughts around it? Um, how do I feel if my partner would try it rather than like wanting to try it for myself? And And just think about these things before you Before you dive into it because it's just going to bring so much more awareness and creating a safe space for yourself and for your partner if you have one to enjoy strap on play and to really look at ways to increase the curiosity and exploration in the bedroom when you're trying something new. And as i mentioned before my favorite thing about strap-ons is that you can you can use them anytime anywhere i think it's like one of the most versatile sex toys out there you can literally use it in any relationship on any gender anytime like you can you can just do so much with it i'll give you a couple of examples you can use it for uh anal sex you can use it for blowjobs you can use it for vaginal sex you can use it to self-pleasure by yourself. You can use it to penetrate vaginally and anally. There's so many different ways to do it. And this doesn't just mean like, okay, we're going to use this strap on and it's going to be just for penetration into my anus. Like, no, 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 no. There's so many different ways you can use a strap on. And I know that we said before that there can be so many ideas and narratives around what it means to use a strap-on in terms of like gender roles and sexuality and stuff like that, but it can also be a really cool way to explore a gender role or a power dynamic in the bedroom, right? Or explore what it feels like to play with having a strap-on on on and like what feelings that activates in your body and what comes up for you because it is really cool to be able to play in that energy of wearing a strap-on and also being able to play in the feeling of wearing the strap-on and penetrating somebody. There is a different dynamic when you get to be the penetrator and there's also a different dynamic when you are maybe used to penetrating all the time and you get to receive penetration from somebody who is wearing the strap on that can be incredibly enriching too that experience alone can be so 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 rich in sensation and pleasure but also like that new feeling of being able to let go and be penetrated so lots of fun stuff with Strap-on play, like you can do lots of role play with strap-on, which can be super fun, especially if you don't even want to go the penetration route. If you're maybe in a heterosexual relationship and you want to play, you wanna role play with a strap-on and you wanna play in different gender identities and you wanna play in a different role, you could use the strap-on to ask your partner to receive a blowjob with your strap-on And like watching your partner do that is a completely different sensation and feeling in dynamics, which you may have not experienced before if you hadn't tried it with a strap-on. So it's really fun to play with a strap-on in those types of ways. Of course, it's incredible to use a strap-on if you are also in a relationship where both of you happen to have vulvas or both of you are pussy owners it is incredible to be penetrated and there is a narrative that you know if you're in a lesbian relationship you shouldn't use a strap on because why don't you just have a dick oh my god i'm literally gonna throw up at that sentence i used to hate hearing that because that has nothing to do with sexual identity, right? Like using different types of toys in the bedroom and exploring your own body shouldn't have to be associated with your sexual identity. And this counts for all types of relationships, right? I even hear this often in hetero relationships where the cis male wants to try anal penetration um, with their girlfriend and they don't want to do it because they're scared that somebody's going to find out and think they're gay. But like, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with your anus exploring your body together like you're exploring it with a woman. So, let's just let's just cut all of these narratives. Let's just chop them away because they have they're just so harmful and I think it really limits people's ability to freely explore their bodies authentically in the bedroom. Also, if you didn't know Anybody with a penis can actually use a strap-on. So they make really cool strap-ons that are hollow where you can put it on and stick the penis right inside the strap-on and some come with a vibrating function, which is fabulous and incredible and feels so good. And some just come with a regular dildo shape that is kind of hollow in the middle, and this can be really great for people with penises who have erectile dysfunction or even for those times where a penis owner has already reached ejaculation but the other person still wants to go they can just pop that onto the penis and click on the vibrating function button if it has it or not if it doesn't have it and continue to have and enjoy sex where the receiver can enjoy that penetration as well so double penetration is also a thing with strap on play so if a penis owner is having sex with a pussy owner There's a double penetration strap-on where the first part of the strap-on is hollow and the penis can go inside of that part. And then there's a second one, a second dildo that actually goes into the anus. So there is a double penetration feature as well for those who might wanna explore that route. And if you're a pussy owner and you're thinking, oh my gosh, how is strap-on play going to be actually pleasurable for me? Like how am I gonna rock the strap-on? Is it even gonna feel good? There are strap-ons where you can actually have the clitoral stimulation function or even vaginal function. You can wear a strap-on dildo. So... If you're a pussy owner and your partner is a pussy owner, there's strap-ons that you can actually wear internally as well as externally. So there would be one that would go into your vaginal canal and would kind of attach that way. Or you can wear one with an attachment into a harness where there's already some clitoral stimulation available at the end of the actual dildo. So there's a lot of options for pussy owners. It's not just like you put the strap on and you're not really feeling anything and you're not getting anything out of it. We have advanced, like this is 2021 and there's some really cool strap-on toys out there. They're... There's also ways to make strap-ons really comfortable because that's another thing that I find a lot of people struggle with is like finding the strap-ons that are actually comfortable, like the harnesses. There are lots of different options for harnesses. You can actually wear like a harness where the dildo actually just either screws in sometimes or you stick it through a little hole and it kind of sticks because it has a flared base at the back. Or you can wear like strap-on shorts in underwear style, which is really fun too. And there's lots of different ways you can actually wear a strap-on and make sure that it's really comfortable for you. There's also these um, little like gel cushiony things that you can place in between your vulva and the strap-on so that when you are thrusting and using the strap-on, it's not um, super firm because sometimes if you are thrusting a little harder and you don't have that right, like cushioning on your strap on, it can get a little tender and we don't want that. Like we want to be enjoying sex. We want to be feeling pleasurable during sex. So you want to make sure that you choose a strap on that is super comfortable for you and, um, that you really love and that feels good for both partners. So when you're kind of looking for a new strap on, and you're looking for the right style for yourself, again, there is like underwear style um, harnesses, and they kind of look like, boxer shorts there's thongs even or you can just get the regular strap-on style harnesses and they they have like adjustable straps so they're kind of one size fits all you can find different types of styles everywhere I would recommend just going to your local sex shop and checking out all of the options that they have also looking at reviews online can be really really helpful to see what other people are saying about it but yeah strap-on is really about finding the right fit it's like finding the shoe that fits it's so so important and it can really make or kind of break the experience that you have with a strap-on, whether you are the receiver or whether you are the giver. When you're actually buying the dildo for the strap-on, remember that it doesn't particularly have to look like a penis with balls. Like it can be different colors. Like they have so many different types of variations. So looking at your preferences on what you actually want it to look like and what you don't want it to look like. Because. Aesthetics is important in the bedroom. I'm just going to say it. It's important to love your toys, to love the look of them, to love the feel of them. That just contributes to the whole experience of pleasure and activating your senses. So Really pay attention to what your likes and dislikes is and discuss that together. If you're shopping with your partner, discuss together, like, what do you actually want out of your dildo? What do you want out of your strap on? Like, what is important for you? Is it feeling? Is it color? Is it like whether it vibrates, whether it doesn't vibrate, like explore these things together beforehand and that can really help you choose the right toy for you. Once you have your strap on, it's really good to actually play with it before you you go into the strap-on sex because if you haven't used one before it can take some getting used to and also it can feel or look a little funny in the beginning when you're using it and the awkward laughing stage when you're having sex and you actually really want to have sex and you want to get into it but the strap-on is very distracting can be a little funny so I always recommend like get to know your toy before you have sex like wear it when you're masturbating wear it in the shower and And just take some time to like look at the strap-on on on your body. What does it feel like? What does it feel like on my body? How is it comfortable? What does it look like? Like really just get familiar and acquainted and build a sort of rapport with your new strap-on because this is going to be, so to speak, another extension of your body, an extension to more pleasure. So really wearing it and really getting to know it and possibly even inviting some self-pleasure while you look at your strap-on while you play with your strap-on, while your partner is there, maybe invite your partner to play with it while you're wearing it, It can be a really, really great way to actually get comfortable with the strap-on itself. Of course, once you bring it into the bedroom, that is a whole other element because wearing your strap-on can feel different if you have not penetrated anyone before, or maybe you have and you're just trying to navigate what it feels like wearing and using the strap-on with your partner, I'm gonna put in another disclaimer here. If you're using a strap on, use lots and tons and more and a shit ton of lube, okay? Like lube, 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 lube. You're gonna need a lot of it. It's always good to use a lot of lube when you're using a strap on, especially if you're exploring the anal area because it doesn't, your anus doesn't self lubricate. Back to the strap on exploration. So if you have not used a strap on before, The motion of thrusting can feel really interesting to explore at first, like moving your hips around. And because you're actually not feeling the sensation through the strap-on, like you're not feeling it as your own skin, it can be a little tricky to navigate in the beginning. And I wanna remind you that it takes practice. It takes practice and it takes a little patience and time to learn how to use your strap-on, to learn how to move your body with the strap-on and what movements feel really good, and maybe if you have a vulva, and you're experiencing the clitoral stimulation with a strap-on that may or may not have this, but you want to really find a way that you can experience pleasure as well while wearing the strap-on, because that is going to make both of your experiences really fun, and it's going to make you more motivated to use that strap-on again, so... (laughs) learning how to thrust can be a new experience, right? Because you haven't really explored that in your body before. And even just going slow in the beginning can be a really great way to kind of teach your body what movements are needed and like what muscle groups are needed and what rhythm is needed to move in that position. So really, really slow, gentle movements until you can feel that rhythm in your body. And maybe if, If you are using a position like missionary has a really great position or doggy style is really, really great. Doggy style is one that I highly recommend for strap on play. But again, missionary is a little bit better for the slowness of it, especially if the receiving partner hasn't explored that before. You want to go slow. You don't want to enter with the whole thing right away and you don't want to pull it out really fast. You really want to take your time and communicate so, so much with the receiving partner and make this a co-creation. As I always say in any of my podcasts, sex is a co-creation between the both of you. So learning how to use the strap-on is also going to be connected to talking to your partner, giving, getting feedback from them, asking them if they like the pressure, asking them if they like the speed, right? And learning how it feels like in your body to move back and forth or to grind with the strap-on and explore what it feels like to navigate these new movements. So anytime you're trying something new in the bedroom, it's always good to go really slow and really gentle because this is how you're actually going to develop that that awareness and that sensitivity. And you're also going to be more present in your body because you're really focusing on slowing down, right? You can even focus on your breath and you can even focus on what your partner may be feeling on communicating with them. This is going to really fine tune those um, sensations and experiences for the both of you and your pleasure so that eventually once you get the groove of it, it's going to be really good. You're really going to find your own rhythm with a strap on with your partner and that trust and safety and communication is really just going to build a great container for further strap on play when you maybe move on to bigger and faster or slower things know that when you are exploring strap on play that a lot of emotions could come up around this as well so connecting with your partner after sex Aftercare is always super, super important. Whether something comes up emotionally or whether nothing comes up and it was a great experience, it's always good to share what you loved about the sex, share what you didn't really like, really tend to that communication aspect after sex and just be and enjoy each other after this new experience that you've shared. This is really going to just create that deeper intimacy and you're also going to find out more about what you really loved in sex and what you didn't, what you want to try again and maybe new things that you are open to. Recognizing that again in sex it's always about creating a safe space, a safe non-judgmental space and creating safe space for emotions, creating safe space for vulnerabilities because when we have sex with each other and when we're exploring new things it can feel super vulnerable sometimes it can feel really scary or sometimes it can just feel really overwhelming and like it's a lot to try a new thing and there might be some bloopers or there might be just some moments where we're just unsure about ourselves or unsure about the sensations. So really creating that that safe space to talk about things after and to create a container where things can be discussed and you can have some sort of closure and aftercare after sex is incredibly, incredibly important. Especially when you're trying brand new things or kinks or anything that is out of your regular norm I recommend doing a quick little quick little chat you know, how did you like it? It doesn't even have to be crazy you guys. It just has to be like, how did you like it? How did that feel for you? What did you love about it? Was there something that you didn't love about it? How was the speed or the pressure? Like, what do you want to try next time? Did you experience something that you didn't think was going to come up? Just simple questions, right? Checking in with your partner. So yeah, that's all I have on strap on play for now. It is 10 36 at night and my voice has kind of been a little croaky and <laughs> during this podcast probably because i'm thirsty but i definitely hope that you got a lot out of this podcast today and maybe gives you some inspiration to try on some fun strap-on play in the bedroom remember strap-on plays for everyone so if you want to try it out go to your local sex shop or go online and find the strap-on of your dreams and have fun And that's a wrap on another episode of Getting Intimate. I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself, your relationships, your body, and your sexuality. I hope you're feeling inspired and I want you to remember, take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest. Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the Pussy Fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com. And I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift. And come find me on Instagram at azaria_menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.